Oh, wow, look at all that in the background. How cool is that? Is this yeah, poppers? Yeah. What oh. is it? Yeah, that's the album cover. We made a post on it. That's a triumph and agony. And that's Lemmy. Lord oh, Lemmy. God. Yes. Oh, yeah. Mate, I love it. And that's the fear no evil. And yeah, all, all, all these goodies here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that is so cool to say. It's much more interesting than mine. <laughs> oh no you have oh, cool stuff i'm all oh, part of it yeah i'm i'm one of those nerdy action figure guys but um <laughs> i will tell you you know what i've been doing this a long time and i've wanted to have you on the show for as long as i've been doing it and today oh. you've made my dream come true so Doro, <laughs> thank you from the bottom of my heart thank you so much for joining of course, of course. My pleasure. Thank you very much for having me. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, man. It, it's it's incredible. Of course, uh, your new album, Conqueror is Forever Strong and Proud, is out on October 27. And this album is like filled with absolute bangers and anthems. But I, I guess the best way I can describe it is it's pure, honest, and it's 100% from the heart. And that's your yes. fire and passion, and it bleeds through it. Like when I crank it up in the car – I can feel that. Is that something that came easy for you when you were writing it? I, actually, I, yeah, we started writing uh, three years ago. It took three years to make. And, and actually, it was, it was such a joy to do a new album. And uh, actually, it came out, it, it, it came out of the soul, of the heart. It was not, yeah. not difficult at all. And then things developed, and uh, yeah, and then the icing on the cake for me was, of course, these two duets with Rob Halford. Oh my God! It was my very first tour with uh, Judas Priest in 1986, and it was it was so awesome. And and then we really got a chance to do it, yeah, for now 40 years. It's awesome. And and then last uh, year in. In France, there's a great festival. It's called Hellfest. I don't yes. know if you guys know it. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> yes, we do. Big time, big, great festival. And we were on the same bill, same day. And then we were hanging out backstage, talking a little bit. And then Rob said, hey, what are you doing? I said, yeah, I'm just finishing my new album. We have 40th anniversary coming up. And then we both smiled at each other. And I said, Rock, are you thinking what I'm thinking? And he said, yes, let's do something together. And I said, oh, man, that would make me so happy because you were my, my main inspiration. It was my first big tour. And he said, yeah, so what would you like to do? And I said, Rob, I have one song which I always loved so much. And I was singing it in the 80s many times with other musicians when we were jamming together, yeah. you know, by the end of the tour and stuff. That was before All We Are came out. Usually we always, you know, meet and sing All We Are and stuff when we have a tour. Anyway, we did Living After Midnight. I even have some old video footage. It's hilarious. And I told him Living After Midnight. That would be my my choice because I love the... I was definitely heavily inspired by the, this one. British Me too. Beer. Me too. Me too. Oh, oh, super. I love it. And we and I did a duet with Udo Dirk Schneider on Breaking the Law. So we did it a few years ago. Yeah. Then I said, Rob, living after midnight, that would be my choice. And he said, and I have a wish I would like to sing a song for many years with you. And I said, are you sure? With me? He said, yes. 
it's total eclipse of the heart. And I thought, wow, that's a killer song. And it's a Jim Steinman production. And I thought this doing the metal version of the song. And yeah, and then it actually just a couple of weeks ago, it it was finished. So it is, uh, it just, yeah, was mastered a few weeks ago. It was mixed a few weeks ago. So yeah. And, and then having two duets with Rob Halford, the metal god, I mean, yes. I'm so blessed. I'm so lucky. I'm so grateful. And it's so awesome. And and it means so much to me. And I hope that the fans will love it as much as we do. And... We do. We sure do. <laughs> like, the thing is an absolute beast. I love this album. And, and oh, those, those, those duets are so good. Like, And that song, that song, I don't care who you are. I, I've seen it in person. I know I'm going to get some comments here. People, some of the most metal elitist, hardest dudes, when that song comes on, that total eclipse of the they will go nuts. They they it's it transcends even like the most hardest black metal dude will be like, you know, they love it. Yeah. Yeah. And doing a duet out of the song, man. I I never thought this is possible, but I yeah. think it came so good and I, I i can tell that rob loves that song so much mm. and that he sings his heart out and then i thought man i i better do my best you know so it was it was so cool it was a group effort actually uh, many people worked on it andy sneep the producer and guitar oh. player of priest my uh, guitar player actually my working partner andreas brun is his name he's the ex-guitar player of sisters of mercy i worked with him since 1996 and Rob Halford and me, everybody gave, you know, the two senses into that mix and song. And then, and then, um, and that's the last song we did for this album. And it just got finished, uh, yeah, not too long ago. So, so yeah. good. So good. But, you know, uh, of course, uh, it's a big album. I mean, it's 15 tracks plus the five bonus tracks, much like your previous album. Does that, does that come from the idea of like you want to release everything that you've recorded or did you guys just go crazy in the studio and just let all that creative creativity flow? Yeah, actually at first the record company said, okay, uh, a new album, do 10 songs. That's enough because in this day and age, you know, with Spotify mm. and that people will listen over and over. I thought 10 songs. No, that's impossible because it's my 40th anniversary. I have to do more, you know, at least 15 songs. They said, well, try to do it to keep it 10, 11. And I thought, no, man, yeah. I, I want to <laughs> give it my all. And then it was 20 songs. And we actually have... Yeah, about 35 songs. So there's still some songs which are laying around. And 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 sometimes I had like five anthems, five ballads, and then I had to pick the ones which I thought, you know, uh, my favorites or which would, which would fit the record the best. So so there's still some songs floating around. And uh, yeah, but, so I have many more records to come, I hope. Yeah. Wait, so what? So what happens with those? Are they are they going to the next record, or are we going to get a sneaky EP somewhere? Oh, that, 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 that's a good idea. I I don't know yet. Mm. I honestly don't know. You know, certain <laughs> songs sometimes you know, yes. For example, Heavenly Creatures. That's a song yes. on the album, and um, it's dedicated to the animals because that's I'm a total cool. animal lover, and I want to mm. do something with the song when it's coming out. Uh, Actually, nobody have, has heard it yet except you and the journalists, so the fans don't know it yet. But I 
want to do something with that. And that's a song which is, um, yeah, it was laying around quite a while. And then I thought, man, I love it so much, the melodies. And then I put a new lyric on on it. And now it's called Heavenly Creatures. It was it had different uh, lyrics before. And now I felt, yeah, it's the right time, right song. So certain mm -hmm. songs, you know, they, yeah, they, yeah, when time is on your side, that's good. And sometimes, you know, you need a little, you know, a little while. But you know, but when something is great, when something has magic, it will definitely find its place. You know, absolutely. And I love that song because I mean, you're an animal lover. I, I, my, I've got a cat and a dog, and they are like my babies. Look, they, oh, they are, they are like my dog is is our baby. <laughs> she, yeah. she gets away oh, with God. whatever. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah of course <laughs> yeah yeah that's the only thing i miss actually i don't miss anything but i miss having pets having oh. dogs and horses i grew up with dogs and horses and but when you're on tour it's impossible you know it wouldn't be right by by not by a person and not by you know by a dog or you have to take care of things and while you're on tour, it's impossible. The only one I'm taking care of is my mom. She oh. was always there for me and she's now turning 90. And now, you know, I have to, you know, I have to take care of her. And she's so sweet. And she she used to do my fan club. She yes. was always there for me. My my dad as well, but he died oh, in 2000. He's, he was my best friend and yeah. he was a truck driver and he always drove us to the first gigs, you know. And yeah, he was a super cool guy. But my mom, yeah, yeah, man, yeah, it's like, man, life is, yeah, it it goes so quick, man. I yes. I still feel like I'm 18, but now it's the 40th anniversary. I can't believe it. It's I know, so... and you still look so young. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Good. <laughs> yeah. Like, mate. Good. Good. Absolutely. I still feel like, I still feel like let's say 25. You know, you look at my friend. I gotta say, I don't know, man. Must be the metal. Metal keeps it. It, it is. It, it totally is. It totally is. When when I see the fans, when I can do music, then oh man, then yeah, I'm so excited. I'm so happy. You know, if I would have done another job, I probably would have been, you know, would have been dead by now. You know. <laughs> hey, it's hey the grind. The grind gets it, and I think that's where the beautiful thing about music is. It does. It does keep us young. It keeps us passionate, and that's yes. That's yeah. all through this album, and that's that's what I was saying before. What I got from it when I'm listening to it, it was like I had a physical reaction to it. Like it's oh, like really? electricity going through your body, where it energizes you and it's positive and it makes you, it, it's a good way to kickstart the day. It's like a, it's like a cup of coffee in audio form. My friend. Oh, cool. oh, that makes me so happy to hear that because yeah, there was the intention like to, to lift people up, to give them yes. energy and power. And, you know, and I'm so glad that you say that when you feel that way, that, mm. that's good. That makes me so happy, you know, that's awesome. <laughs> the louder you turn it up, the better it gets. I I gotta say, it's just it's a good one to turn up, that's for sure. I love it. But in regards to the, the title and the concept, Strong and Proud, you had a live album called Strong and Proud. Is it meant to be connected to that in some way? Is it a homage to that album? Uh, yeah, actually, um yeah, actually, 
on this album, it was the working title, Forever Strong and Proud, and then it stayed. And yeah. then the other one, it was the other anniversary, Strong and Proud. We did a nice uh, Blu-ray and DVD out of it and a live CD, and it was a big celebration. So, so now it's another celebration. So I thought, yeah, Forever Strong and Proud. And then I thought maybe one nice word. And at first we had Conquistador, which is Spanish for conqueror. And mm. I thought maybe nobody knows what it means. And then I thought, yeah, maybe conqueror. And then I thought, hey, how about taking the female form of conqueror and it's conqueress? And so I thought, yeah, that's that feels right. You know, yeah. let's name it conquerors, forever strong and proud. And and I want to yeah make people feel forever strong and proud. So it's more for the people, the subtitle. And I thought, yeah, we we conquered the world with our little band, you know. We never had the feeling that we would play out of Germany, you know. When we started, it was just like we were just rehearsing in our rehearsal room every day, every day. There was, you know, no Christmas, no New Year's Eve, every day rehearsing. And, yeah, and it, it paid off. Uh, and now I can still, like, tour all over the world, play the greatest festivals, play with people like Rappel for oh, my uh... God, you know. And all my dreams came true. We were on tour with Ronnie James Dio. Yeah, with Judas Priest, Wasp, Motorhead, Saxon. And and I could work on so many, you know, occasions with like great people like Pete Steele, who's not anymore with us. And, yeah. you know, so, and with Lemmy in the studio for weeks and weeks, we had the best time. And, you know, and, and yeah, I'm really, I'm, I'm very grateful, I tell you. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm really blessed and I got really lucky, man. Yeah. But I've got to say, you've worked with a lot of amazing musicians. You've done, you've jammed with some people. Has there, is there anyone on your bucket list? I mean, you've even got what, Sammy from Broilers on, on this one as well. Is there anyone yeah. left on your bucket list that you haven't, haven't snagged yet? Did yeah, you my very first concert I've ever seen, my first rock concert, it was White Snake and David Coverdale. Oh, mm. he was so good, man. He was a god on stage. And and my second concert I've seen was Judas Priest and Accept was the support band. So so my dreams definitely came true doing two duets with Rob Halford. I did a duet with Udo Dirk Schneider and yeah, and then I toured with Ronnie James Dio many, many times. So I would have loved to do something with Ronnie James Dio in the studio, but maybe in another lifetime. And yeah, but Rob Halford, there was like, oh man, that was for me the ultimate, the icing on the cake. I cannot believe it. And then even two songs, oh man, one is more than I could <laughs> yeah. ever dream of, but it's two songs. And the video is coming out 27th of October when the record is coming out. We are doing a video for Total Eclipse of the Heart. Living After Midnight was already a lyric video. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, Rob and me, we're doing a real video for Total Eclipse. And yeah, I can't wait. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. He's he's like my hero too, Rob. Yeah. Like, I, I haven't had Rob on the show yet. Rob, if you're watching, please come and have a chat. But um, oh, yes. I, I, I think that's so incredible. He seems like he's just such a warm, kind-hearted, human yeah. being who just gets up there and just just that voice it's just so good yes total gentleman a totally english gentleman and when i sent him the living after midnight when we had the mix then he said i'm very pleased and i'm very pleased with the version i thought oh this is so oh, awesome man. 
And then a total eclipse of the heart when we had, uh, it was actually a group effort. Uh, Rob and Andy Sneep and Andreas Brun, my yeah. guy, and, and we, we all did it all together, the mixing and fiddling around and sending files back and forth and the mixes. And then it was done. And then Rob said, I love it. And then I thought, okay, let's not touch it. That's it. Just and Rob it. Had what said, I love it. Live you it. know, it had exactly and yeah and that's what you hear that's that's the version and it just came out it just got done a couple of weeks ago it was the very last song which got mixed and mastered a couple of weeks ago and the last last song which uh, we wrote for this album was with Sammy Amara of the Broilers yeah. a big band in Germany they filled stadiums and they invited me for um, two Christmas shows last year in December and I was a guest and it worked out so great. And, you know, and then we said, let's do something. And that was the last song we wrote for this album. And yeah, and that just came out. It's single and the video. I don't know if you've seen uh, the yeah, video. Yeah, I, I have it. Yeah. That man is a beast. Let's just put it out there. <laughs> like he's a, he, I don't know. He's a tank. Yeah, yeah. And it's such a great a, voice. Like what a legend. Yeah, I totally, totally. And he's a little bit, I come more from the traditional metal hmm. And he's more from the punk. He yes. grew up with punk stuff, and and so it was a great combination. It was you know something yeah. special, different, you know, and yeah, and so so we have many more singles coming out before the album is coming out. And Children of the Dawn is one single and one love video it. will come out too. And I love that song. That's one of my Me favorites. Yeah, reason why the opening track. Ah, your two are oh, cool. cool. I cool. love it. Yeah, yeah, and the backwards drums. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to spoilers, ladies and gentlemen, but yeah, I like I when I heard that, I was like, so cool. I re haven't really heard that done like that before. It was yeah, oh, really cool, cool. cool. But you you have paved the way for so many great artists in metal, both male and female. But I'm especially seeing right now a very strong female presence in heavy metal, which is such an incredible thing it's super important um especially out of japan with like love bites and there's some amazing speed metal bands coming out of japan i feel like you definitely had an influence in there what, what's your thoughts on that and and the new um female led driven side of the genre oh man it's awesome that's it's really great when i started with just maybe a handful of women mm. like Girl school and rock goddess uh, yes. from England loved and you know Lita Ford, Lee Aaron, Joan Jett. That was about it. And now it's such a good balance, you know. You see in the audience as well, you know, fifty percent women and great musicians, great singers, and everybody's super talented. We are all like really connected. We are all like friends, you know. We support each other. We help each other out, you know. And that that's the best part, being friends. And when I celebrate. The second big celebration we did one in Wacken now, yeah, with many guests, and we do one in my former hometown Düsseldorf. Actually, the Broilers there from Düsseldorf as well. I think Düsseldorf is a small city, but lots of great bands. Anyhow, there are many, many female singers coming up on stage. Uh, for example, Elisa of Arch Enemy, she's flying in from Canada, and uh, me too. I love her too, and. Um, uh, Jennifer Harbin of Beyond the Black, Entaya Turunen, the ex-singer of Nightwish. And so there will be many ladies for the first time on stage celebrating this anniversary. And great, great guys, of course. Miller of Creator, I think he's coming. Biff oh. of Sex and 
Sammy Amara of the Broilers is coming. We definitely will play Bond Unending and all that good stuff. And and the Wasteland Warriors, they're coming too. I don't know. Did you see the video for Time for Justice? Yeah. Did you see the video? Yeah. These cool people yeah. with the, like, the crazy outfits and they build their own cars, their own motorcycles. They will be on the show as well. And we did film like Children of the Dawn with the Wasteland Warriors again. So it's like the follow-up of Time for Justice. And, you know, and... So that, I am. That I'm sounds so, so good. What am yeah, I doing? Yeah. Down, what am I doing down here? You know, I feel like I'm missing <laughs> missing out on all the good stuff. Yeah, yeah, the fun stuff, the fun stuff. But we will come to Australia, and we are planning on it. I was there one time. We had such a great time, and and uh, the metal uh, metal warriors Australia they brought us over, and yeah. the guy Steve Rabbit. He he made it all happen, and we could actually live in his house. Actually, the parents they had to move out to I don't know where hotel or friends, and the whole band could have the big house, and you know. And then we did a great tour, and that was so un unbelievable and unforgettable. And and all the guys who worked uh, to do promotion to work for the tour, I think some of them they quit their jobs to support us to do this tour, and it was it was so. It was so unbelievable, and yeah, I will never ever forget that. And yeah, so so I want to definitely come back and see all my friends. Yeah, and, yeah. doors open, <laughs> beer fridge is stacked, mate. Like we are, we are waiting. We are very very keen. Like Me it's too. been in a minute, my friend. So have you got an <laughs> idea when? Is it like? I guess it's the promoters are just talking. Yeah, they they they're just talking about it. So I I don't have any exact date, but the the booking agency, which is Wacken, actually, they're talking to to the Australian promoters. So 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 it will it will happen. Yeah, I will be there. I will be. Please do Brisbane. <laughs> Please, yeah. uh, like, it's up the road. It's not that far. We'll be there. And if not, I'll travel. I'll jump on a bus or get in the car and I'll drive to somewhere else. But oh my God. Oh, no. I want to see you. It's going to be incredible. It's going to be amazing. Yes, life is always the best. I think life is better than any record we have ever done. Man, oh, you, you are amazing live. I've like seen the DVDs and stuff and you, you have so much passion and you don't seem, you've, seem like you've lost that throughout the years. You still love playing live and connecting with the fans and I'm sure you get lots of fans all over the world who will come up to you and and tell you how your music has affected them and how seeing you live has has helped change their life for the better. Have you got one sort of fan interaction over the years that has really moved you? Oh yes, actually I I told this to, tonight one one time before, but I want to tell you because it was so, man, it was so intense. There was one time I got a phone call from a husband and he said, Doro, you know, I don't know your music. I, I've never seen anything of you or life, but my wife, she's the biggest fan. Oh. And I knew, I knew the, the wife. She was a small little lady and super cool. And she actually sang backgrounds on some of our records because sometimes we do something with all the fans together, you know, and then they sing like, you know, on one of these anthems, which I always want to, you know, have everybody singing, especially the diehard fans. Yes. So the husband called me and he said, yeah, my wife, he's, she's really, really sick. She's in a coma and we don't know if she will survive. And it, is there something what I could do? And I said, and he said, her favorite song is for Emma, 
from the Triumph and Agony album, Deep Inside My Heart for Emma. And I said, you know what, maybe we can do something. And then I said something on the answering machine, like something really, really nice. And I sang for Emma on the answering machine and the husband played it every day to this, you know, oh, super man. sweet lady. And I tell you what, after a couple of months, she woke up and she's now slowly getting back to normal and she survived. And she said it helped her tremendously. And the husband, he's now a biggest fan, you know, and he's not a metalhead. He's a little bit older, but he said, oh, I want to have every record. I want to go to every show. Aww. He's so, and, you know, so so she's definitely, yeah, I think music can can heal you in a way. And I don't exactly know how, but I know it has power and, you know. Absolutely. So Absolutely. That's beautiful, mate. That is beautiful. And music is that powerful. I've got mates who do um, like healing things through sound and music. It's all sound waves, but like I think it's also the heart and intention as well. So you definitely sounds like you put your heart and, and soul into that to helping your fan and friend. And that's amazing, mate. Totally, totally. Oh, always in every song, in every line every word yes yeah yeah it's um, to totally totally that's i i live for the fans and that's um it's the most important thing in my life so you know so you want to and it's the love of my life the fans are the love of my life so i can you know yeah do you know 10 times better things because i know it's for the fans you know and life that's anyhow when i see you know like when when people have a reaction or when I see maybe a tear in their eyes, for example, when we play anthems or when they're so moved, oh, you know, that's like, oh. and then I can sing 10 times louder, 10 times better. And it's a, it goes vice versa. And, um, and I always had a deep connection from day one, from my first gig on, I felt there's something there. Can't explain it, but it's there. And it's something, it's something really holy. <laughs> it, no, that is the word. Absolutely. That's probably the perfect word for it is holy. Like there is definitely a spiritual connection between people in music, even like just jamming in a room with people. It's like, you don't have to say a word and you all just connect. It's like plugs get all plugged in and you're all one entity. You can't describe it. And that on your level in front of thousands of people connecting would just, if you bottled that, you'd be a billionaire. It just <laughs> crazy, right? Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, but I tell you, money doesn't mean anything to me. But these moments where you can mm. really feel how people feel empowered, oh, that's that's to me. Right. That feels like a million bucks, and um, that's that's yeah, that's why why I always have like an endless well of inspiration and motivation. Sometimes it takes only one person. And I would put the great show on for two people, you know, or for one person even, you know. And if that person is like, you know, feeling it, then that's, you know, that's that's fantastic. And yeah. I love it. That's It's all worth it. But uh, I did want to ask you about, of course, uh, Being the Witches turns 40 next year. Um, <laughs> yeah. Mate, that's before it's such an achievement uh is it going to be like a reissue or is it, it what is there plans to to celebrate that actual release yeah that's that, 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 that's a very good idea i 
it was um, the first record company was Mausoleum, a Belgium label, and mm -hmm. then Polygram or Phonogram, they bought it. And so, um, so I have to talk to them, but, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know if there will be anything. And, you know, I was, yeah, I did records in so many record companies. So yeah. sometimes, sometimes, you know, when they are young people there, they don't even know what it means, you know, or that it's something, you know. So, um, yeah, it, I, I hope so. That would be great, actually. Yeah. It was a great idea. Thank you for, for saying that. But so far, nothing is planned. Yeah, so okay. Far, well, I think I think like the fans would love like uh, even a vinyl reissue or like a little box set or something to commemorate something that's such a special thing. Not only for you, but for all all, all the fans. It's a, yeah. that's a massive, massive, beautiful achievement. So and, and the, the demos were even better. I thought uh, usually that can be sometimes the case that the demo is feeling better, sounding better for whatever reason. So I think the demos of Burning the Witches, they were, they were, they were fantastic. I Have think. you got yeah. them or are they in a vault somewhere? Yeah, I think I think I could find them. They're probably on bootleg somewhere. Around Some tape where you're going to go blow off all the dust and... and, and, and... <laughs> you know i have so many cassettes so but uh yeah but but I'm, I'm sure i could find them yeah yeah and i have so many connections to some bootleggers i know bootleg it's it's you know it's a two-faced thing but yeah. <laughs> you know, it's great to have them you know sometimes you know these guys they give me like you know these bootlegs they found and oh it's awesome you know it's great stuff it's history and you know and they're limited to 200 pieces and yeah. oh it's like so I, I like to collect that stuff, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. And, you know, I've heard of, of, of stories where band, like bootleggers have found like original recordings of things. Well, you know what I mean? <laughs> where they've just, and, and the bands are things that they're lost forever and then they get them back and then they do the, you know, that rare occasion. It's crazy. Yes. Happens. I don't know where these guys get the stuff. That's the, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. I don't know. I'm sometimes totally amazed and stuff. You have people all over the world. One guy, he's a big collector in Peru, he's from Switzerland, he's yeah. a diehard fan. And we played in Peru. And then he said, uh, uh, Could you sign something? Like, you know, I have like a little collection. And I said, Of course, I can sign something. I sign everything. He said, Are you sure? Everything. I said, Everything. <laughs> Next day, People schlepping up the stuff to my hotel room. It was the biggest collection I've ever seen. There were uh, thousands no. of records, cassettes, CDs, vinyl, bootlegs. And oh my God. And I, you know, it took me two nights straight, but I signed every piece. And, you know, and he always checks for bootlegs and stuff. So I can definitely ask him, you know. And, you got the hook yeah. up there. I but yeah. it would have been like all like cramped up after two days to it signing that. Oh, That's crazy. It totally, it totally, totally. It was so much, but it was great. I put it, yeah. I had a big, big room. They they got me a suite, big, big hotel rooms, like two rooms. And then I put everything on the floor. And then I told my tour manager, I told the band guys, hey, come up, have a look. And I said, wow, we don't even know that record. We don't know that record. And it was it was great to see. And uh, yeah, it was actually, wow, so much work. And I thought every 
record, every album cover, you know, everything, you know, is, is a lot of work and and that was great to see. And yeah, and I know that somebody has the whole collection. I have to travel far, I have to go back to Peru to see it again, but I I will eventually. So I know it's there. And and I lost um, I had two two hurricanes destroy my whole home in New York two times. Oh no. So Everything, everything, what was like, you know, like letters or photos or some, you know, le letters from Ronnie James Dio. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, 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 that's so, so I, I lost so many times stuff. And yeah, so, so thank, thank God for the bootleggers. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's all right. They, they, they might have some stuff that, you know, but uh, I got to tell you what, it's been an absolute honor talking to you today, Doro. Like, it's. Thank so made much. an absolute <laughs> dream come true like thank you so oh. much today i today's a good day oh thank you so much thank you very much for having me all the best to all the australian metalheads and rock fans i can't wait to see them again i still love them so much still have the best memories especially i want to say hi to the metal warriors australia and uh, i will always be thankful that they brought me over for the first time so so too many more times and yes. I hope I see you soon or festival or whatever. And yeah, have a good one and yeah, and, and enjoy the Conqueror's record. And, and then wow. when you when you hear it live, oh yeah, this will be extra special. I can't <laughs> wait. But we'll have in the meantime, we're gonna have all the pre-order links down here in the show notes and on the website. Doro oh. legend, my friend. Thank you. So much. <laughs> Take care, my friends. I'm sure you heard that on the limited edition. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Matthews, thank you so much. All Thank you, best. mate. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. Oh.